0: Something is wrong, and it's time to stand up. You are listening to The John Age Show. Trust no one. Trust no one. Trust no one. You found it. You're here. You're headlong down the runaway train that is the anomic age. Let's see if I can get this darn camera right. And I'm your host, John H. Thanks for tuning in this evening. Thanks for being with us once again in the not so wee hours of the PM. Now I'm hailing proudly in my favorite time of night. Coming at you in the AM, folks. Sitting here at uh, let's see what time we got right about now. We're at 2 one Eastern Standard Time in the formerly great state of North Carolina. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks for sticking around. Thank you ever so much for staying up this evening. I'll be your tour guide on a somewhat satirical journey down the path of murder, destruction, and the extermination of human life on this planet. (laughs) A forced march into obsolescence thrust upon us by a global, satanic death cult of pedophiles. That about runs down the highlights, doesn't it? AnomicAge.com is where you can find all things me. Paypal.me forward slash AnomicAge. Patreon.com forward slash AnomicAge as well. iPhone app. Android app. Free newsletter. Subscribe by email link. About it. Check me out on Twitter, check me out on Instagram. Those are kind of new, sort of. At least for Twitter, sort of. So you can check me out on all that. Like all the likes. Subscribe to all the subscriptions. All things me. You can find it at AnomicAge.com, In case you missed that. Alright, let's delve into it. Deep into the pool. Head first. Cause I gotta go to bed sometime tonight, eh? Title of this episode is Madness. Yes, madness, a great ska band from across the pond, but also madness seems to be the uh, modus operandi of the humans on this planet, most assuredly those here in the uh, U.S. of A. It's madness, folks. It is madness, unmitigated, unadulterated, complete and utter madness. That's really a good descriptor for it all. Robert Malone, Dr. Robert Malone, I should underscore that, used this term. I don't know if he coined it, but he certainly popularized it, at least in the uh, not-so-mainstream media, which made its way into the mainstream media when he jumped on Joe Rogan and Alex Jones and all sorts of other major platforms touting this notion of mass formation psychosis. Groupthink, mob mentality, those should uh, possibly be thrown in there as synonyms for that term. But I don't know if the psychological playbook, so to speak, would uh, would deem them synonyms or not. But basically people just going along to get along, following the lemmings off the cliff, following the sheep to slaughter. That's what we've seen for at least three years During PSYOP 19, where we saw people masking up, (laughs) following the the little lines in the supermarket. You can only go this one way in this aisle. Following those silly lines, which I still see taped all over the place at the big box stores. I guess they know that there's another PSYOP a-coming. So they're just going to leave those taped markers in place for the slaves to follow. So you got to wear your mask. you got to go in this direction. You've got to stand this arbitrary six feet apart, you see. Because if you don't, you might catch cooties, you see. If you're six feet apart, you can't catch the cooties. But if you're five and a half, five and three quarters feet apart, cootie time. It's bizarre. How does the cooties know the differentiation between that and and the metric? So if you're in like Europe – it's not six feet. What is it? Uh, whatever the, the meters and centimeters equivalent of that is. I can't recall off the top of my head. So I guess <laughs> it's like Santa, you know? I mean, it knows when you're in the northern hemisphere when Christmas is and, then, and maybe at the western hemisphere where Christmas is. And it just shows up at these specific certain times. And it's, of course... It's omnipresent and and omniscient and everything else. So it knows when you've been masking and it knows when you ain't. (laughs) And then, of course, it knows when you've been vaccinated and it knows when you're going to get the clot. (laughs) Holy cow, this would be funny if it weren't our absolute real reality. But it is. I mean, this is the world we live in. That old Genesis song. These are the hands we've given. Yeah. (laughs) Use them and let's start showing. (laughs) I won't sing you the whole song, but I highly recommend Genesis. Land of Confusion. Because that is indeed the land of confusion that we're in. I'm going to quote you all kinds of music tonight. A great hardcore band called Integrity does a lovely song called Darkness. And and the prequel to Darkness is The Descent Into Darkness. The the track that sort of leads you in to the track Darkness. Beautiful. And if I had the rights to it, I would be playing it as the intro to this episode. Because it could be The Descent Into Madness, but I believe it would uh, more aptly be called The Descent Into Darkness. Madness is just sort of the vehicle of of transmission of this social contagion, of the mass formation psychosis. Because they have got us all to go along, to get along. Well, not all. No, no, no. Sorry, folks. Not all. But the masses, indeed. So there's so much to unpack with this. But it really is the mass formation psychosis. And you see this on the right and the left, which is kind of Disturbing. But see, I don't really see a, a demarcation in the right and the left all that much. I think that's just some some nice linguistic programming to get you all to believe that there's a difference when I don't think there's a heck of a lot of difference, really. How that saying go? The right and the left, and it's the same old stuff coming out of the bird, whether you're talking about the right wing or the left wing. That's what I sort of see it as. A lot like wrestling. Jesse Ventura... Said decades ago. Now you know, up on TV they look like they're gonna kill each other, and then after the match they all go out to dinner, just like that image you've seen of uh, of the Bush crime family and the Clinton crime family, and the Barack Hussein Obama, known as Barry Sotaro, those families all just sitting around getting a big photo op together. You see, that's really the reality. But the division that they have sown within this country is quite obvious. And the madness on the right and the madness on the left, you know, you've got the Trump derangement syndrome of all these communist boobs crying and screaming and just caterwauling away. But then in through that inverted lens of the communists, then they would see everyone on the right is crazy, you know, because they. Many of which, I suppose, supported Trump and supported uh, the wall and supported uh, two sexes and all this obvious stuff that you would see as normal. But it's not normal anymore because they've, they've inverted reality. So you have this sort of this insane parallax view, the bizarro world, if you will. As you, you look through your lens, you see them as crazy. And as they look through their lens, they see you as crazy. Either way you cut it, it's just sowing division. All the live long day. That's uh what's up. But you got the sheep on the left and the sheep on the right, you know, the sheep on the left following the, the tenets of Mark and the tenets of whatever, the Church of Satan, I guess. And then you got the uh the sheep on the right that are all too willing to follow Trump off the proverbial cliff as he continues to push a vaccine that's killing people. I mean, anybody with with eyes to see and ears to hear knew that this was the facts all along, but, you know, what's that old uh, Sun Tzu art of war quote, never interrupt your enemy when he's making a mistake, so, hey, I suppose that's how it is, folks, but it's two sides of that uh, crazy, you know, got the Trump derangement, and then you've got the the communists viewing everyone right of Mao as somehow deranged as well. That's kind of what we got, staring down the barrel of the gun, you know. And now you've got those folks that you would have once considered hippies of sorts. The hippies, the environmentalists, the anti-war movement has now moved over into the pro-war movement because you got all the ilks In Hollywood, Sean Penn, I guess, being the biggest. uh... (laughs) Mm. Trying to clean it up a little bit. Sean Penn being the biggest uh, advocate. There you go. Of war with Ukraine. You know, we got to just not be afraid to to use those nukes, I guess. It sounds great. So you got all those idiots pushing the war in the Ukraine. And then, of course, you've got the. The warhawks, the neocons, the uh, the folks on the right—yeah, these will be the same, the same folks that got us into the 9/11 false flag, that got us into the Gulf War false flags, and all that stuff. You know, you know the ones. <laughs> I'm blanking on the name of what is it—the PNAC document, the project for a new American century. We need a new Pearl Harbor to galvanize. Us invading more countries in the Middle East. And what do we have just a few months after the PNAC documents? Uh, we got 9-11. Oh, boy. Now we got a great excuse. I mean, reason to go wage war in the Middle East and start a new Vietnam for a couple of decades for no apparent reason. And now, of course, we've got those on the right and the left, I suppose, pushing us into the war again, pushing us into Madness. Because you can't really look at war with Ukraine, which is really nothing more than a proxy war with Russia, as being in any semblance of the word sane. We're talking about nuclear powers fighting it out in a big global urination contest in which, what, the the winner and or loser gets nuked into the Stone Age. That sounds like a great recipe for disaster, doesn't it? But of course, it's madness. It's madness on the right. It's madness on the left. It's madness any way you slice it, folks. Because you got those 501c3 World Council of Churches pushing this same sort of nonsense on Sunday morning, right? Yeah, you do. We got everyone clamoring and putting their Ukraine flags up and Ukraine. uh, What is it? Oh, my goodness. Monikers for their social media accounts and, of course, the stickers and flags on their cars. Good grief. I don't think these people could find the Ukraine on a freaking map. But they're pushing support for the Ukraine, which in reality is just pushing a global conflict with Russia. You know, I feel real sad about all these uh, happenings going on over there, but at the end of the day... I'd rather us put those billions and billions of dollars into the U.S. infrastructure, billions and billions of dollars into rebuilding the economy here, billions and billions of dollars into supporting our own borders on the top and the bottom from invasion. Hey, maybe we could do something about that homeless population. Maybe we could – in doing the border wall, maybe we could stop some of that fentanyl from seeping into the country and – you know, do a little thing about the madness that's going on here. And I'll get into the the more obvious socially acceptable madness in a moment. But I would be remiss if I didn't talk about those shanty towns of homeless all over the country in those major metropolitan areas. Everyone will lionize Reagan, but it was indeed during his regime or administration, if you'd rather that uh, they shut down a vast majority of the funding going on for those mental institutions or more colloquially termed asylums all across the nation. And granted, if you looked into some of those documentaries of the 70s, I suppose most notably the one that made Geraldo famous, you could see why those asylums needed to be completely revamped, gutted, fixed, If not shut down, because many of these institutions were horrendous, horrendous, folks. And keep in mind, we had people in these institutions that were suffering from menopause, people from these these institutions that would be suffering the most mild of maladies that would never be institutionalized today. But then this uh, notion of institutionalization was going on for 100 plus years. And and very antiquated and very much in need of help. So they closed these institutions during the early 80s and, and, in essence, pushed all these people out on the street. And went from it being a a federal problem, receiving federal funding, to vastly a state problem. So that's why you saw a high degree of the mentally ill on the streets. And now we have... Commingled with the extremely mentally ill on the street, we have the people that are suffering from uh, drug addiction. I mean, most notably, notably, excuse me, fentanyl. We see these people half bent over with the fentanyl crawl. But that's not it. I mean, you're you're suffering from from coke, from heroin, from speed, and everything else. And all that does is foster a prostitution community in conjunction with the drug abuse community, in conjunction with the mentally ill community. But rather than handling any of that, we're pumping billions into the Ukraine because that makes the most sense, right? Again, I hearken back to the term of madness. Madness indeed. Let me throw you some stats up here. And in doing so, let me plug uh, ZMA Radio because most of this conversation... It didn't really begin with my ZMA cohorts and us talking about this this past weekend, but it really did kind of spur me into thinking about this a bit. So I'll give them some some cred on that. Let me see. ZMA Radio, let me plug those folks because in doing so I'm I'm really selfishly plugging myself, I guess. But ZMAradio.com is where you can still find my show as well as a litany of other great hosts on there as well. Where's that? Uh, scrolling on down, scrolling on down. There's that handsome devil. I, my goodness gracious sakes alive, that's me. Yeah, you can find my show at ZMA Radio as well as a litany of other wonderful guests. Rod Eccles for sure. And of course, none other than Kevin Thompson, just to name a few. Nevertheless, all these folks, ZMA Radio.com. I can't plug that enough and I sadly don't plug it enough. So here it goes. All right, back to those statistics I wanted to get into. John Hopkins, HopkinsMedicine.org is where you can find these stats. And here we go, the big one there. An estimated 26% of Americans aged 18 and older, about one in four, suffer from a diagnosable mental disorder in a given year. And I really just wanted to pull those stats up there and show you that I wasn't pulling these out of my hat. This was published last year, 2022, and I dare say that they are probably worse than the, than the estimated numbers were in 2022. And now that we're at the on-ramp and going headlong into 2023, I would say that they are way worse than that 26% of Americans with a diagnosable medical illness. And I'm going to throw these these things out here too because, of course, you've had the likes of Hillary Clinton talking about how we need a, a, a camp for adults to to sort of break them out of their malaise. And that would be break them out of their conservatism, break them out of their morality, break them out of their Christendom. I mean, we saw several of the ilk of these communist buffoons in the past uh, two, three years. Saying basically, we just got to deprogram these people. Who was saying that? Was that uh, I can't recall if that was Bill Gates or one of these other filth pile scumbags of of bipedal garbage? I can't recall. But basically, they said, yeah, they just need to be to be deprogrammed. Deprogramming, good gracious, that sounds like a concentration camp. That sounds like Nazi Germany. Sounds like Stalinist Russia or Maoist China, because that's what they did in all these lovely locales, right? It was deprogramming. You got to be deprogrammed from any semblance of freedom and reprogrammed into accepting your servitude. That's what old Aldous Huxley said in Brave New World and Brave New World Revisited, as well as his 62, I believe, final. Berkeley speech before his demise. We've got to get them to love their servitude, right? Just love it. And if you don't love it now, you'll love it after the concentration camps, I tell you. How did it go in the Bitterman coercion charts? We got isolation. We got monopolization of media. All these fun things from the Bitterman Coercion Chart. Remember that? He got that from those Korean War vets returning in the late 50s. He first published the Bitterman Coercion Chart, used it at a symposium, a conference, if you will. Then that went on to be the playbook for the U.S. Army and then the U.S. military at large on how to – let me see. Torture might be – oh, that's the right word. Yeah, torture prisoners of war, and then, of course, prisoners at large in general. It was uh, most recently uncovered still being used at Guantanamo. Yeah. About 10 years ago, still using the Bitterman Coercion Chart at Guantanamo. And if you pull up the Bitterman Coercion Chart, which I know you can pretty aptly do on your own, but you can pull up the Bitterman Coercion Chart and you will see that same playbook was used during PSYOP-19. Isolation, monopolization of uh, perception of those powerful media images. They'll only show you these certain ones. They'll isolate you, of course. They'll give you an authoritative figure dangling that carrot in front of you. If you just give us the first few weeks, if you just stay in your house the first 30 days, the first 60, the first 90 if you just follow these rules, see that's part of the Bitterment coercion chart as well. That would be observing trivial rules. You see, you got to stay 6 feet apart. You got to wear this mask. You got to be a good citizen, a good global citizen at that. Or otherwise, you may face repercussions. We may jail you. We may not let you buy food. We may just lock you in your houses like they did in China. Remember that fun stuff? This is all madness people did you Did you miss the title of the show? It's madness, folks. It is indeed. it's madness on the right. It's madness on the left. Do the hokey pokey and turn yourself around as long as you follow our rules, right? It's that old sixty song they're coming to take you away, coming to take you away. And that's exactly where we are, peoples. We're in madness. This pregnant pause is not really for effect. It's not because I've run out of things to say. It's it's actually because I have so much to say about this. So there's the madness of the homeless person on the street. There's the madness on the Republican side. There's the madness on the Democrat side, which is just an obfuscation of communists. And in case you missed it, they are now wanting to diagnose people that don't believe this sort of thing with a mental illness. Yeah, that's exactly right. What is that uh, psychology... Diagnosing Manual. I can't remember. It's an acronym and I'm not. The DSM. There you go. Diagnostic and Statistical Manual. We're at the 5th edition now. Oh boy. So yeah, now they're wanting to diagnose you with a mental illness if you don't believe the lies. What was that That term they threw out about 5 years ago? I guess in the 4th edition. Perhaps in the 5th. I know the 4th. The... Uh, Oppositional defiant disorder. That would be people that question authority. That would be people that question the known liars of the CDC, of the NIH, of Dr. Fauci. Yeah, the same guy that was murdering children, murdering foster kids, testing them with drugs. The same Fauci that was murdering the largely gay community that was affected with AIDS in the 80s, pushing AZT. The same Fauci. Man, it's nice to be not on YouTube at all. The same Fauci that's pushing uh, Rindezivir instead of hydroxychloroquine because he knows that, of course, that'll give you kidney failure and kill you. The same guy who's pushing the ventilators, blowing the elderly's lungs out in the first stages of the PSYOP-19. Yeah, the same guy, folks. You're not supposed to question that or you may have oppositional defiant disorder. Holy cow, you're questioning known criminal filth. So you see they're wanting to define anything as a mental illness so that they can give you some shock therapy, so that they can put you in one of Hillary Clinton's leveling camps, so that they can re-educate you. That's the name of the game. What was it just about uh, four weeks ago where it was an, a lady in Ireland arrested for silently praying? And then I believe it was in England... A guy arrested for reading out of the Bible because, of course, he was daring to read the scriptural passages out of the Bible, which, of course, said that homosexuality was not perhaps a good thing to do. You see, they have reframed the narrative. They have reframed the narrative to make the immoral moral and the moral immoral, the sane crazy and the crazy sane. I, this is right out of the Bible, too. I know this is shocking for you all. But, yeah, those are the end times references out of Revelation as well. You know, All this stuff. All this stuff. They have made the right wrong and the wrong right. All these things. Of course, coming back to our main topic of madness. So madness it is, people. Madness it is. The right, the left, the center, the in-between. It's all madness. And I don't really have a a good way to pull ourselves out of it except to withdraw your consent. Stop going along to get along. Stop not speaking up, not speaking out. You got to call a spade a spade and say this is boulder dash, folks. This is madness. I realize for the vast majority of the population, they have... Cross the Rubicon. They have gone that one step too far, and you can't fix stupid. You can't help them. There is no helping them. There really isn't. So I I say all that that I just said there a moment ago to say that you got to know when to say when. You know, that old Kenny Loggins song, you got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them, know when to run, know when to walk away. And I think we're at the no-win-to-run, no-win-to-walk-away stage at this point in the juncture, folks, because there are those family members, friends, co-workers, colleagues, and the like that you can't a bit more help at this point in the game than you could drag an elephant out of the mud. They are just that far gone in the morass of insanity. They are. <laughs> What's the, I, I think I said this on the last episode from Dante's Inferno, abandon all hope ye who enter here. We are pretty much at that stage because once you've taken things so far, it becomes harder and harder to show somebody that they have indeed gone in the wrong direction. What is it? Is that the, uh, oh my goodness, I'm blanking on all things. I can't imagine it's only 2.30 in the morning. <clears throat> that quote that basically says it's it's harder to convince someone that they have been fooled than to fool someone. Something like that. And I can't think of who was it. Who in the heck said that? It's, oh my goodness. Mark Twain, I do believe, could be mistaken. Of course, all quotes now are, are properly attributed to big bird so if you fact check anything i've said in this episode it'll say it's wrong and any quote that you thought was accurate 10 years ago if you look that quote up now it'll say no it wasn't that guy so it probably wasn't mark twain that said it's easier to fool someone than to convince them that they have been fooled but uh i digress i'll just attribute it to big bird as i properly should we are 29 minutes and 26 seconds in it's time for me to close things up Because those with the attention span below a goldfish have already freaked out that I've talked so much. So let's close by saying you can't do everything, but you can do something. You may not be able to fix the other people's madness, but you can at least attempt to fix your own. (laughs) Be safe out there, people. I'll see you sooner than later in the Anomic Age.